Hello, and welcome to Sono Podcast No Sotome, the fate of that podcast where I'm bribing my family with untold riches to watch all of JoJo's bizarre adventure with me. I'm Vane Tazetta. I'm Russell Cooper. I'm Herb. And we are back from a little bit of a hiatus that we took in between parts one and two, and we watched uh, episodes one and two of Battle Tendency. And I'm so excited to hear what you guys have to say, because I really think you guys are going to enjoy it a little bit more. I So this one was very good. I really enjoyed this one. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot to it. Yeah, there was so much. Hard to remember everything. I love uh, Joseph as a protagonist. I think he's so much more anime protagonist than Jonathan was. Yeah, he's, he's like a little bit of a bad boy. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a little bitch, but he's like smart. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, I like him more, better character. But well, yeah, I have a lot of stuff going on, and I have notes and stuff, so we'll we'll talk about it when I. I mean, the first thing I have to bring up, the first thing that happened in the show was Black Lives Matter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Defund the sure. police. And yeah. you know. Little, little bit of that white savior thing going on with Joseph saving Smokey, but you know, I do, yeah. I do appreciate the portrayal of the cops as the, as pig-like as they could manage. And also, the booger was just disgusting. The booger made me really upset. I'm also not super excited about the name of the only black character. His name is Smokey Brown. Yes. Well, he's named after Smokey Robinson, I'm sure. Yeah, but. Okay, yeah, but he, yeah um, Smokey Brown, yeah. yeah He's named after of, Smokey yeah. Robinson and James Brown. Yeah, but Smokey Brown, when you put that together, it just, it's, yeah, it's, I don't it's know. Yeah, it's not great, but um, Distasteful. As, as you guys will come to see a little bit in this show, uh, <laughs> it's not great on the racism front, and it will continue to not be great on that front. <laughs> but at least all the racists in the show do get beat up, so there's that. Yeah. Um. That's quite a big foreshadowing to say thus far. Um, so, yeah, okay. and, and my question, of course, is why did the mafioso guy not stop his underling until the guy got, like, totally beaten up? I don't know. Why the fuck did he look like he was from some steampunk bullshit? Well, that's also, it's like he looked like he was some alien. I thought he, like, maybe was, like, wearing some mask or something. I don't the know. The check engine light was on on his head. Yeah. <laughs> Fans watching this will know that guy looked like a stand user. Yeah, so... And this guy doesn't know. <laughs> More foreshadowing, I guess. Yes. Uh, but, yeah. I took some notes, too. Just, you know, I've started nice. doing that as well. Little things that I didn't necessarily notice on my first couple ways through. Um, I took no notes because I was terrible in school. Yeah. So, also, that's the thing. I, I did have to recap a couple things for Dad about the end of part one and who was who. Did you have any questions? It took me a while to remember who Stryza was. But you but, do. Yeah, I do remember. Okay. Um, I also don't particularly remember Arena saving multiple children from the boat, but that's probably just a me thing. Well, there was she saved one woman's baby, and then she was pregnant. So that's two babies. Yeah, gotcha. the thing about her being pregnant was kind of like at the end, kind of snuck it in subtly. Um, yeah. Okay, so, gotcha. But but the the other thing that got me also was that so she had say raised you this other person's baby, who I just kind of assumed she would adopt, but then the two kids ended up marrying each other. 
I don't know if it's spoilers for me to clarify on that or not. Well, I'm just going according to what they said on the show. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that you should. I think if you, if you, if it has to do with the plot that we haven't seen yet, it's a spoiler. Okay, I will err on the side of caution. But I yeah. just thought that was kind of weird. I mean, it is a little they weird. Weren't technically related. It's just they must have grown up as siblings, sort of. Yeah, um, no, if they were the both adopted, if one of them was adopted by the other one's mother, they lived in the same house and were siblings, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even if they, if she wasn't officially adopted or whatever, but anyway. Right. So that was like one of the many things that sort of struck me early on there, but. Um, yeah, no, that's a, that's a good observation. I didn't even think about that. All right. And I don't know if it was a translation thing or not. But I think when they were in the cave and Speedwagon was showing Streiso the Pillar Man and he said, it's alive. He has amino acids. It's the funniest <laughs> fucking sentence in the world. <laughs> that's that's yeah. the thing. That's, yes. that's how you can tell, huh? I took the I took a note of that. I put in quotes. He has amino acids. He has cells. <laughs> You know, how you measure that something's alive. Well, he clearly he wasn't moving, and clearly it looked like a sculpture, so that's he how has you know, amino like, acids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, that was very good. I it, So I got that one, too. I don't know that that is necessarily a mistranslation. I think the more likely um, option there is that he didn't know much about science. Yeah, no, that the, is definitely what it is. As as the writer and artist, uh, <laughs> you know, you don't, you're not obligated to know about amino acids. Yeah, I will say up top, uh, part two opening, bloody stream, probably my favorite of all of them to date. Fucking bananas, good song. Uh, yes, yeah, James mm-hmm. Bond feel. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. I, 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 if I had to rank them, it's probably my favorite, but they're also good. And as I, you know, noticed that they're still using roundabout as the closing, uh, theme. Oh, yeah. So that's the other thing. I told dad this, but the reason parts one and two are smushed together like that on every streaming app is because anime airs for either 12 or 26 episode seasons. And because part one is such a short story, they just kind of smushed parts one and two together when it was being aired because part two is also not that long. So three and on are longer than one and two are? Mm, significantly, yes. Oh, I was unaware of this. Yes, quite significantly so. Oh, okay, that's cool. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so we have a while to go on this. This <laughs> well, podcast could extend into 2022. Yeah, I mean, depending on when they fucking announce part six, I'm dying. Yeah, I don't know. So, so, uh, so anyway. Speedwagon, Speedwagon is an oil magnate, huh? Yeah, he sure is in America. And also not in America. Yeah, well. Um, and, yeah. No, sorry, Dad. I cut you off again. It's your, you should you speak now. No, I don't necessarily have a lot to say. I just like to keep talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> Go on. If if we're if we're too if we're too quiet for too long, I'm just gonna cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I would like to say that Space Ripper Stingy Eyes is the best possible name for vampire laser eye beams that could have been conceived. Is that wait? Are you where are you watching? Hulu. But I also that's that's what it was in the manga as well. I didn't I didn't get that 
maybe I was looking away for that second, but I didn't get that. So this is the first I'm hearing that, and I would like you to say it again. Space Ripper Stingy Eyes? (laughs) It's very good. It's extremely good. I mean, first of all, the fact that it is a repeating canonical vampire power to begin with, and then also that it's called that. But, yeah, and I think in the manga, Dio said it before Strizo, so I don't even think it's something that Strizo made up. I swear I took a note about it, but I don't remember where. Not the name of it. Oh, here we go. I can fire high-pressure fluid from my eyes. Yes. I call it my space rig for stingy eyes. Okay, so I was laughing and writing, (laughs) I can fire high-pressure fluid from my eyes when he said that, and I missed it. So He missed the even funnier part. Yes. That's another reason I don't take notes. Yeah. I know, and my phone was dying, so I couldn't even of do it was. voice to text. I had to. I was typing on my laptop. Uh, oh, I have a really. I have okay. So I have a really good note, and I, it's very specific. And I don't know if you noticed it. And I, when I wrote this note, was laughing to myself because of how funny I thought I was about it. Okay. So do you remember when Strizo is like doing the doing his thing in New York, and he's talking. He's like. I guess going to shoot something out of his fingers and there's a little meter in the bottom left corner of the screen that says potential fingertip thrust. Oh yeah. And then, and then his, uh, his potential jump height to which I wrote the note eight foot vertical leap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did so, he suddenly become a, 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 a game? What I w- what I was going to say is potential fingertip thrust is my favorite song by Ali and AJ. <laughs> It also sounds like such a euphemism. Yeah, and then he's standing there with his fingers in that poor woman's mouth on the bridge. Yeah, Strizo's yeah. nasty, and he was naked. He was stuff. naked, his dick was out, gross. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> a lot. Yeah, so I, you know, I've, been, I've been jumping around through my, uh, through my notes before because I feel like it's a little bit better than, than just the, what we were doing last season with me reading them, but uh, I can do it. If I mean, I agree, like... but, you know, also, what, whatever you have to bring up, bring up. I do like that in part two, because it's in America, when they do the, like, color palette shifts during, like, moods and battles, they kind of have these classic comic book-looking screen tones over them. I think that's that's pretty cool for the mood. You know... I'm a little disappointed in myself because I've been paying so much attention to the ridiculous narrative that I haven't really been appreciating the art. But you're right. It is very, like, visually appealing. Yeah, it's hard because there's so much going on because you've got your whack-ass story, you've got your killer visuals, and you've got your ungodly good soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, I don't notice a lot of the the artistry in it because I'm I'm, like, worried about the guy the taxi driver saying go find a dog to lick your ass <laughs> yeah and that that's what ha- that's why it has so much rewatch value for me yeah that makes sense i uh I, yeah i was gonna say i feel like dad has something to say well no actually what i was gonna say is oh sorry i thought i wasn't recording for a second but i am sorry carry on <laughs> i think erina is a badass and when she was like fucking kick his ass jojo i i wish they had done more with her I do. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah, she was a missed opportunity and didn't even get a spinoff side story like some oh, other characters do. So, 
so you're telling us we're not going to be seeing more, more of her necessarily in this I mean, story. I mean, she's just, she's just old. Uh, jo- I don't think that's a spoiler. She's just JoJo's old grandma. Yeah, that doesn't mean she can't be in the story, but... I, I mean, I, she's in the story. I just meant, like, I wish she had been more cool and important and done more badass things. Yeah, or had, like, any sort of powers. Yeah, I mean, Speedwagon doesn't either, and he's a delight, but... Oh, yeah, wait, so he, at the end of the second episode, are we confirmed that he's alive, or is that like a flashback? No, Speedwagon is alive, and he's being held captive by the German army. We can't right. say, they, they can't say that word, so it's the German army. Yeah, no, I have uh, I have made a note about how I hope that we don't spend too much time on World War II Germany, and then immediately after... Yikes, not a single swastika or mention of the word Nazi. They're just being like, yes, the the German army, when they tried yeah. to take over the world with magic. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know what the, the like, censorship legality stuff around that was and why they made those decisions. And I don't, I don't like how involved the Nazis are in part two. Oh, I'm sorry, I said the word. Beep that out. <laughs> I said, I said the word before. Oh, I, I wasn't even noticing. I know, because well, if they were, like, appropriate with how they were talking about it, instead of just trying to pretend that we don't know what they're talking about, you know? Yeah. I mean, also just, I've had enough of Nazis in media. <laughs> I'm too yes. I'm too Jewish for more Nazis in media. <laughs> yeah, and I think, like, they even made the Nazis seem, like, worse than they actually were somehow. It just... Um, I mean... You know, <laughs> they're, I, they're, like, really, like... The whole thing I mean, is awful. They're they also it up make the, the same way they did with the cops. Yes, they also make the prisoners look awful too. So yeah. Um. Oh, I was looking at my notes, and the one last one I did want to say is when Joseph was trying to finish off Strizo, he did say, "Apologize to Speedwagon in hell." And yes. I want to know why Joseph thinks that Speedwagon is going to hell. Yes, I wrote that. I wrote that that was not a good way to say that. Yeah, Speedwagon is is being a delightful angel in heaven because he's a good, good boy. You're so mean, Joseph. Yeah, I was shocked. Maybe <laughs> what he meant was apologize to Speedwagon while you're in hell. But Probably, that implies, yeah. doesn't like, that imply that Speedwagon is in hell? I thought he would, it would make more sense for him to say, like, apologize to Dio in hell. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Joseph is the kind of man who thinks through his words before he says them anyway. What about the writer, though? That doesn't matter. He called them Space Ripper Stingy Eyes. Okay. (laughs) And, and, you know, that's another thing. I think it was just too easy for him uh, to defeat Strezo. I mean, sure, this guy's not Dio, but, like, Dio, once he became a vampire, he was like, you know, you just couldn't get rid of him. Yeah. So well, all he had I mean, to do was, like, hit Strezo a bunch of times with well, whatever. Well, Strezo self-destructed. He killed himself. Right, but um, he was already very weakened. Yeah, so well, Dad, I mean, that I'm... was a lot of grenades. He did put a lot of grenades on his body. <laughs> so, Dad, what I'm thinking about that is that Strezo is, like, not the main enemy. He's just, right. like, setting up the next enemy. And right, I, but he, it's gonna he was be... still someone who wanted to would have wanted to stay alive as much as Dio, I guess. But Yeah, but then I guess he... he was weekend, which, again, comes back to my question again. How does JoJo, besides carrying a, a machine gun around, how is he carrying, like, 50 grenades around? Is they're, it, like, in his pecs or something? They're dehydrated. <laughs> you just have to add so water. 
yes. his titties are filled with grenades. That's why they're so big. <laughs> Is that a Tommy gun in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, it's like, in like two episodes, they just packed a lot in to talk about. Yeah, I mean, especially at the end of part two, they really, they really went forward. But, so, you know. When Jojo deflects the the stingy eyes with with the Hamon glass, I did write more like Hamon shot glass. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that, that's what you called it. I said, what's he doing with that glass? It's like, what's that? It's like, is Hamon glass he, a thing? He said it weird. It, I'm pretty sure it was just like shot glasses he took from the restaurant that he put Hamon into. Oh, I thought that they were like specially made little like, shot glasses that are for channeling Hamon. He did word it like that, but like I, the whole thing, I am—I mean, they—they they touched on it, but Joseph was never trained in Hamon. He yeah, inherited he just, it. He just learned it running around Which the city. Is is fucking bonkers to me because it is it is powered by your conscious uh, breathing rhythms. The fact that you can just inherit that is a little weird. Yeah, I mean, uh, wait, did they definitely say, because I was saying, well, maybe, you know, his grandfather did, like, try to train him. No, um, I think they, they, they definitely did say that, like, he, he barely, how did he, he, know, he knows know, nothing about it. How did he even know what to call it? <laughs> don't worry about I'm being, it. I'm being too rational, yes. <laughs> yeah, don't think about it. If you don't think about it, it makes a lot more sense. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, just so hard for me. Um, so but, dad, at the yeah. end, when, uh, when I think Jojo says, guess it's time to go visit Mexico. Is that how you and mom have been feeling lately? <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. But we'd rather not meet the pillar man. Yeah. I, I, I think they have a very different image of Mexico in their minds. Yes. I don't think, uh, you know, Jojo, I mean, he didn't like go and like sort of like hang out on the beach for a while before going to, uh. I mean, they didn't show it, but he might have. Maybe. I mean, it would have been very funny if he did. He goes and stays at a resort in Cancun for a week and then shows up to fight the Pillar Man. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so, he'd Sorry, be well Speedwagon. I needed to rest after that vampire battle. <laughs> I'm glad that Speedwagon is alive, though. Yeah, me too. I think killing him off that early would have been a... not Just not a very interesting move. No. No, I like him. He's a great boy. He's, according to the internet, best waifu. So neither of you guys are going to get this, but if they're, if you're listening to an anime podcast, maybe you will. <laughs> I do think that Strizo looked a lot like Madara Uchiha. And I mean, I, I know what he looks like. Like, I haven't watched all of Naruto, but I know what that character looks like. I, I Well, I only said I mean, that I because I didn't know that Madara Uchiha existed through context until i watched the show okay well yes i I do agree with that assessment a little bit he's got like the big long hair and everything but anyway (laughs) yeah i don't i don't want to spend too much time on this naruto reference it's off brand Um, (laughs) it's on brand for you you're right so also the legs thing (laughs) oh yeah i really i really enjoyed the legs thing yes the timing on that bit was extremely good it was it was the most well timed gag that I've ever seen in anime. Mm-hmm. Definitely well executed. And maybe I'll be more specific. Uh, well, no, if you're listening to the JoJo podcast, you know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't, I assume you're listening to this and keeping up with us. <laughs> yeah, the the Joe Star family secret technique. Uh, get the fuck out of there. 
Very, very good. We know that's a technique which should be used more. I mean, it really should be something that they teach you in martial arts. Yeah, strategic fact, withdrawal. It's the first technique you're supposed to try. Yeah, but you know, you have this Tommy gun and you have twenty grenades. You're gonna throw them at the vampire first. You you want to use them so bad. You've been carrying this Tommy gun around for so long, and you haven't gotten a chance to shoot it yet, and you want to open the entire magazine on this vampire you're going to right and the grenades are only the sell by date was like two days ago so they're starting to get a little smelly and you gotta throw them yeah (laughs) he's just being resourceful yeah plus he feels a lot lighter after that yeah for sure his pecs shrank dramatically (laughs) and on that day (laughs) joseph's pecs (laughs) shrunk three sizes But I'm sure he could load him up with other stuff. I mean, that would be really great if, you know, later on he just pulls more stuff out. And, uh, you know, he should just keep doing that. Just keep, like, having all this stuff on him somehow. It, it I mean, might be. I mean, I know you can't tell us, theme. but th- that would be a great theme. It is, it is a good bit. It is a very good bit. I don't know. You got any more notes? Um, A few. Um, but And these are really starting to – okay, well, actually, this one's not – okay, just in quotations, the 195 centimeter giant of an Englishman was covering up for me. <laughs> yes. I was trying to do really quick calculations on that. Unfortunately, Vane yeah. already knew what that comes out to be. Yeah, it is around 6'5". What a brick shit house. Yeah, same height um, as Jonathan. Oh, exactly the same height. I didn't, yep. even, re- I didn't even remember that. Okay, mm-hmm. and then this one is good. How did they hide? How did those guys hijack a private plane? That first of all, and then second, when Joseph takes out the pilot and they say, "None of us know how to fly a plane." What the fuck kind of balls do you have to have to hijack a plane and nobody in your crew knows how to fly a plane? What it's, the fuck is wrong with you? It's really the worst crime that I've ever heard of. <laughs> it, and it, it, how did they get on the plane? It's yeah. a private plane. <laughs> A really tall ladder <laughs> if, if i'm like getting in the car to like go somewhere i'm not just like letting strangers in my car why it's like maybe they were stowed away have, like, like in the luggage or something yeah it doesn't have other passengers or like flight attendants so they're just there yeah like if someone that you don't know is like on the vehicle that you own you're like, get the fuck off my plane. Who are you? Who let well, you maybe, on my plane? Maybe before they took off, the guys ran onto the plane and then made them take off. And we just jumped to the scene when they were, like, already flying. And Joseph was just leisurely reading his comic the whole time. Well, yeah, because that's what he wanted to keep doing. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's 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 the recurring theme of this whole thing, which is don't think about it too hard. I know. It really bothered me. <laughs> The whole context is, I think, that it was Speedwagon's, like, business jet. <laughs> and then, it, I don't know, it's not and like they're, like... you're thinking about it even harder than I am, because I didn't even think of all these things. I mean, it was part enough keeping up with stuff that seemed crazy as it was. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing, like, it just didn't sit right with me. Like, I can, you know, sit there and watch and not notice things, but for some reason, this one really stood out to me. It just seemed, like, really wild. It really is, yeah. So is this going to go on? Because, I mean, I know this was a lot we were saying in part one, that part one was like really 
is what a lot of suspending of bending of disbelief but like suspending of reason so part two you're saying is going to be pretty much the same my dear beloved father whom i care for the show is called jojo's bizarre adventure it's going to be very bizarre the entire time true there's different definitions of bizarre i suppose but perhaps okay okay buckle up dad yeah yeah that's my way of saying that it only gets worse from here baby yeah we got it but gets to the point where as you kind of mentioned see the problem is i think in these stories they're trying they're still trying to have like sort of rationality and that actually makes it worse i think that which it kind of seems from the little i've seen of the future episodes if you just go like all the way into like complete fantasy it becomes a lot easier to buy it somehow yeah if you go in whole hog it's <laughs> you're better off for it and i think they do let go they i mean everything does still take place in the real world and in reality but i i think they they let go of oh, trying my. to tie it to real world and real events a little bit oh my darling brother it does not it's that's not the real world and real reality well okay yeah <laughs> uh, big air quotes around that but you know what i mean <laughs> yes so any other notes? Not really anything that I think is like podcast worthy. I think the Pillar Man sounds incredibly ominous. Yeah, I, I think you are going to like the the villains of this arc and how everything, just how everything plays out. So I'm very I, excited to go on. I already like what I've seen of season two more than the beginning of season one. Yeah, well, that that's JoJo. That's the JoJo. It's 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 so much better already. Yeah, I mean, and part two has its lulls, but it, it part it is it is not the same slog. Nobody at me for that. <sighs> All right. Cool. I mean, I think yeah. that just about does it for us this week. Yes, um, we're coming up on thirty minutes. Hopefully, you've noticed a small increase in. In audio quality, maybe podcast quality. Maybe you can tell us on Twitter. Um, I <laughs> yeah, don't know. I put I put a little disclaimer because um, as we're recording this, I'm like just uploading episode zero to air on um, Monday or tomorrow at 4:20 a.m. exactly. Hey. Um, <laughs> I did put a little disclaimer that I'm going to keep at least in the show notes of all of season one, which is please bear with us. This It'll sound better soon. <laughs> awesome. And that right. is it now. So yeah. now is when it's sounding better. All right, everybody. This has been Sono Podcast Nosotome, the fate of that podcast, the perfect family bonding activity. 